Welcome to Movies with Mum. I'm Conrad. And I'm Mum. In each episode, we take you on our non-regular mum and son movie dates to review the film... And the ice cream. Hello, Mum. Hello, Conrad. How are you? I'm pretty well. Good? Yeah, it's nice and sunshiny, and there are some decent films in the cinema for a change. Yeah, two this weekend, so we're going out twice. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. Traffic lights. Oh, no, this is unusual. We don't usually have traffic lights, do uh, we? Where the hell have these come from? (laughs) They're doing roadworks town here. So what's the first of the two films we're going to see? (laughs) Scary stories to tell in the dark. Yes, (laughs) which I'm sure you're thrilled about. Oh, yeah. I was really keen to see it because mm-hmm. it's from the mind of Guillermo del Toro, who I love dearly ever since Pan's Labyrinth, Shape of Water as well. That's a good one. Oh, right. Yeah. Did he do The Ring? No. That was someone else. The Ring is uh, Japanese. That's Hideo Nakata. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Guillermo is Mexican. Oh, so, yeah, he's producing. He was originally down to direct this one, but in the end it went to Andre Overdahl. I'm not sure how to pronounce that at all. Mm-hmm. He's Norwegian, and he is probably best known for directing Troll Hunter, which was a hilariously funny and scary found footage film with these guys uh, up in a Scandinavian forest mm-hmm. coming up against trolls in the middle of the night. Oh, right. As the title suggests, they were hunting them. Yeah, so he's, he hasn't really made a big splash. He made a film called The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which I watched, gosh, on Sky. Or was it Netflix? I think it was Netflix. But I thought that was rubbish. Oh. So, waiting to see what he makes of this. Now we have a cyclist who's completely blocking our view of... Well, I can lines. see it. Oh, it's good. still red at the moment. Okay. Yeah, so interesting production team behind this. Yeah. It's based on a series of short stories written by a man called Alvin Schwartz. Oh, right. I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly. Schwartz. Schwartz. Is it Schwartz? Probably Schwartz, yes. I don't think they've made their way over the pond. I don't think we know them. They were... Okay. Uh, from the early 80s through to the early 90s, and then, unfortunately, Mr. Schwartz died in 92. Um, OK. Oh, we're off. We're off. Let's see if we can get past this Get cyclist. past the cyclist. That was a long delay, wasn't it? That's four-way traffic lights for you. Yeah. I guess I still need to... No, don't need to look that way. OK. I thought this time of night we'd be pretty good, you know, because we're going out in the evening. It's six o'clock here, isn't it? It is, yes, because neither of the films we wanted to see this weekend, this bank holiday weekend, neither of them are on during the afternoon, unfortunately. It's, it's a dirty stop-out for you. <laughs> dirty stop-out. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. What mm. were you saying about the stories? Oh, the stories, yes. Yeah. So the, the guy, basically, Alvin Schwartz, was... Well, Schwartz, he was a... Uh, he was an expert in American folklore... Okay. So it's sort of urban legends and folklore and myths and so on. And they were very grisly and ghoulish, the sort of thing that kids love. So they were directed towards kids, but apparently Mm. they were quite controversial 
in some states in America there were frequent petitions by concerned parents wanting them removed from the school library. Oh, <laughs> really? They're too grisly and were they having nightmares? Yes, I don't, well, I don't know. I think it's probably the parents were having nightmares. The kids were lapping it up. Yeah, kids love being scared, don't they? They do. So I'm not sure how they've approached this, whether they've picked two or three of their favourites and strung them together, and it's like a compendium type of movie, like Creepshow. Oh, right, OK. Oh, or, that'd be interesting. Yeah, or whether they've weaved them all together in some way. Made it into one story. Yeah, not sure. So really? it should be interesting. Because isn't Candyman an urban legend, or did they just say it was in a film? I think they invented it, but it was... Yes, mm. Virginia Madsen played somebody that investigated urban legends. So it was quite yeah. fascinating from that perspective. Well, it was a good film, that. Very good, yeah. 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 Who's in it? Anybody we know? Nobody. It's a oh. well, I don't know. It's a bunch of kids. Hmm? I don't recognise them, but that doesn't say a lot. It has to be said. No. They might all be astonishingly famous, and I've never heard of. Them. Oh well. Because they're all in I don't know hit TV series or something. So I'm not sure how scary this is going to be for you. Oh well, we'll soon find out. If yeah. I'm behind my blankie, I've brought my blankie with me. <laughs> I will put that over my head if I get scared. <laughs> yeah. Cineworld! Cineworld! Oh Took us longer to get here tonight because we were sat by those traffic lights for ages. Yeah. And will there be a scary story ice cream? With random scary bits in. With, well, the ice cream I had last week was pretty scary. It was, yes. People were scandalised by your zero rating, you know. <laughs> were they? They yes, were. We got comments. Oh, right. People were shocked <laughs> that something could be so bad as to deserve a zero rating. Oh, wow. Let's hope I pick more wisely this time. Yeah. Have we got a parking space? Well, there's that one. I think I might have to plump for that because I'm not sure there's anything up there. I don't know if there's... Oh, no, you're right. This is the only one, I think. Right. Let's see what's what. Let's go and get scared. (laughs) We have escaped from the scary movies to tell in the dark. And it is getting dark. It is. So what did you think of it, Conrad? I wasn't that impressed. Oh, really? Why? I didn't think it worked. Oh. There were a couple of sequences that I really liked. Mm. I mean, obviously, whenever you're dealing with a series of short, creepy stories, they always have a framing device to try to tie them all together into a full-length movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Creep show. it was the comic book and there was a framing story that tied them together. Goosebumps, it was something to do with all of the stories escaping from the author's haunted mansion, if I remember rightly. Oh, right. And this one, it had creepy ghost girl who wrote stories because she had been wronged. Hmm. But I, I don't know about you, I couldn't figure out what was going on. What was her backstory? Why was she getting back at other people by telling stories... It, no, just, it, it was so convoluted. Yeah, it wasn't until the end it all became clear why she was doing it. But still, why was she telling stories and... She was getting her own back, wasn't she? On the... Pe- on Well, because her family had treated her so badly. So she... 
told so she took scary out, yeah. stories and took it out on other people. Well, the only thing she had was being locked in that dark room, was telling stories yeah. to herself, and that's what she did. She made up stories. I found it quite scary. There were moments in it that made me jump. But I didn't find it horrifying or that no. spooky, really. No. There was one standout sequence that I thought was genuinely creepy. Which was? The blobby white lady in the red corridor. Oh, yeah, that was horrible, wasn't it? That was very good. Because it was a scary story to tell in the dark. Mm. And it wasn't jump scares, it was just this thing that was just coming and coming and coming and coming and no matter what he did, he couldn't get away with it. And that was nightmarish. Mm. Mm. Um, The fact that he suddenly blurted out on the doorstep of going to see somebody else that he had a nightmare about a fat, squelchy white lady in a red room. And he thought, oh, sorry, that's a bit clumsy. It was all a bit clumsy. Mm. The backstory's just... And what was the whole thing about her mother having run away, the main character's mum? Yeah, you never found out what that was about, did no. you? But who was her dad? It's driving me mad. Oh. Stella's dad. So, so Stella's <coughs> dad was um, Dean Norris, who we know from Breaking Bad. He oh, God, was... Yes. He was the brother-in-law. He was the brother-in-law yeah. who was the DEA agent. He was great in that, wasn't he? Oh, I so knew I knew him from somewhere, the, but I couldn't remember. It was driving me bonkers. Didn't recognise any of the kids. Thought they were all good. They were all good actors and actresses. Yeah, I particularly liked the guy with the curly hair, Chuck. Yeah, Stella was very good. Stella was very good. It was nice to see uh, a Latino man in yeah. their cast as well. Yeah, he was good. Um... See, that's another thing I didn't get. Why was it set in 1968 when the books were written in the 80s and we're now in the 2000s? What was the backdrop to do with the Vietnam War and Nixon being elected president and why? It was there. It was hanging there. It was very deliberate. There was effort put into putting it there and peppering it through. How did that relate to or reflect upon the story? Well, I thought it was because the Latino boy that was in it was a draft dodger. Yeah. Because he didn't want to go to the Vietnam War because his brother had come back in pieces. So I thought that was kind of his backstory, almost. Oh, you think they actually got a backstory in there subtly? (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Perhaps that's just me being ridiculous. Maybe. Well, it could have been, but I thought that it was going to reflect upon the film as a whole. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I, I just thought it was his backstory, because, I mean, why would a young lad like that be living in a car? Oh, well, yeah, he was draft-dodging, that's fair enough. Yeah, I thought that was just his backstory kind of thing. Yeah. So... I don't know. Perhaps I'm wrong. Perhaps it's it wasn't. I don't know. Well, it's, that's the only thing that it actually serves because it doesn't inform any other narrative in there. It was just a bit of a mess, mm. and it relied far too heavily on jump scares rather than being creepy, which is a shame because all of the monsters were really good. They were very good, very convincing, especially that last one. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. That was actually quite wickedly funny, especially his Mm. his first appearance. Mm. I thought that was quite fun. Yeah, and at least the dog didn't get killed. No, no dogs were harmed. (laughs) Dog was good actually. The dog was genuinely creepy. Second creepy dog in the film. There's another creepy moment in the film that reminded me of The Shining. Mm. 
when he was in the cupboard and then he suddenly saw something outside the cupboard doors that shouldn't have been there. There, yeah. I thought that was very good, with that Doberman that was just stood there. Yeah, so there were moments, weren't there? There were moments that were genuinely creepy, Mm. which is what I was sort of wanting, but then a lot of the time it was just jump scares. Hmm... And not very good ones, really. I didn't really jump once. I jumped with the scarecrow. The scarecrow was a good jump. Yes, I nearly went out of my seat. <laughs> I was surprised you didn't notice, really, but I really no. jumped with that. But, no. no, I wasn't scared at all. I just thought it was a really good story. It reminded me very much of Stephen King. Right. The type of thing he would write. So, yeah. no, I wasn't scared at all, but it was a good story. I liked it anyway. It was a bit of a mess. What would you give it out of ten? Five. Five? Eight. Yeah. How about you? I'd probably give it a bit more than that. I'd probably give it a six, but, you know, it was all right. Not a classic. And what about the ice cream? Well. Ice cream! We both, rather excitedly, <laughs> plumped for a new one. Coconut cake surprise the coconut Cakey wakey, I can't remember what the hell was it. Coconut cake surprise, yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Because with fond memories of German coconut cake, we were mm. very excited at the mm. mention of coconut and cake. Mm. Wasn't, was it? No, wasn't very good. Was Still it? wasn't very good, but. No, about mm. a four. Yeah, I think that's right. I would go the same. It's, <laughs> it's It was hovering on the edges of being sort of Cornish cream yeah. vanilla. Yeah, and the chocolate was a bit overpowering. It was a bit Nutella chocolate, but otherwise... Yeah. Yeah, not bad, though. So, yeah, not a great visit, but it's all right. It was all right. Yeah. Okay. well, let's see how we get on on Sunday. All right, see you next time. Bye for now. Bye, gang.